I just told Richie we rich. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're gonna switch up the content a little bit during the quarantine here, and we're gonna be doing quarantine FaceTimes. So basically, I'm gonna be calling artists, managers, producers on FaceTime, recording the audio for the podcast, and then doing video clips for Instagram promo, Twitter promo. So you could actually watch some of the clips on our Instagram and Twitter. 1.37 p.m. is the Instagram and Twitter, or my personal, Mike Boyd Jr. But basically in this episode, we speak to Guapdad4000 about creating content during the quarantine, what he's learned from working with his manager, and his approach to songwriting. So what's All up, right. bro? What's good? I'm chilling, man. Uh, how you how you doing during quarantine? Uh, I'm holding up, drinking a lot of water, eating granola and shit. <laughs> you stock you're stocked up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. I see you dropping a new song every Friday. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's been getting a lot of love. I'm just trying to focus on like making dope shit, man. Rapping. I'm also doing Rona raps. Yeah, I saw that. The Rona raps are getting a lot of love. Yeah. She's doing like a honey cake, a rap. <laughs> yeah, it's going viral. This shit is tight. Yeah. Uh, so what's your plan? You're just going to do that the whole time until the quarantine's over? Pretty much until I get a reason not to. Yeah. Dropping the music every Friday too until it's over? Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, I think I'm only going to do like six, seven songs. Okay. And then, uh, what's up with your vlog? Um, vlog episode 17 comes out hella soon. You're creating so much content, bro. <laughs> bro, and that's not even, I'm not even stopping there. I'm doing, like, a whole cooking thing, a whole workout thing, and a, like, paint and sip. The paint and sip is lit. I heard you talking about that before. Mm-hmm. Yo, people, do people really know how good you are at drawing? Um, I think some people do. I don't think everybody. I, it's not like a well-known thing, though. Yeah, not enough. Cause you're you're like actually like crazy talented at drawing. Man, <laughs> man you should see this thing. I, Buddy and Kent from Overdose Kent Jams make they're doing a, a joint project, and I drew something for him for them to like promo with it. It's so. It's one of the best like sets of portraits I've done to date. Damn. Yeah. Tell it clean. That's crazy. Well, yo, I wanted to ask you, um, are you gaming right now during the quarantine? Um, sometimes. What are you, what are you playing? Um, hell fighting games, Smash Bros, Mortal Kombat. Okay. Uh, shit like that. I was playing this game, Dauntless, which is like a, the Fortnite of, of Monster Hunter. And uh, sometimes Call of Duty when it's on, but not really like that. What system? Uh, PlayStation. Okay. Yeah, because we're doing some gaming stuff with Vayner now, so we're gonna have to get you in there. Yeah. What? What is it? We're Y'all doing just... like tournaments. We got a we got a new uh, handle that's a gaming handle. It's one thirty seven GG, and we're doing like artist versus athlete, artist versus gamer, like artist versus artist, like just different different team ups for the quarantine. Let's do it. That'd be tight as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have you do those games you were just talking about. Um. Yep. Let's do it. I'm not against uh, none of that. Like, I wanted to ask you, working with Sam, like, what's the main takeaway from working with someone like Sam? Like, because he's a great manager. So, like, 
yeah. What have you learned? Um, shit, I learned a lot. When it come up, when it come to business, I'm like my mentor and this shit. Um, the the main thing is like I learned how to be a lot more resourceful and how to think. Like when you're an upcoming artist, you make a lot of excuses because you think you need more than you have. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the craziest thing that you have when you up and coming is time. And what I learned from him really is how to utilize time to the fullest. And still, I slack off. You know what I'm saying? I'm an artist, but I feel like I do a really good job at at now allocating shit to like, all right. If I'm doing absolutely nothing, we could be taking this is photo shoot time, this is content time, this is art time, this is recording time, like all time. It, before, when I was coming up, before Sam, it was just like, all right, I went to the studio, made some songs. I need uh, cover art, I guess I'll get that. I'll have this guy do it and then um, I'll drop it. It was no thinking of rollout. It was just such a waste of time in between like leaving the studio and staying home. So I, I learned how to utilize time better with him. And and the, the main thing I learned is how to fold. I fold to Sam a lot, purposely. Like I allow him, even though your manager works for you, like, you know what I'm saying? It, it On paperwork, your manager is supposed to work for you, but I fold to him a lot. Sam's the boss on a lot of things. And I allow him that power because as a free spirit creative I kind of need that structure yeah for somebody to be like all right nah we doing this or we not doing this if I really want to rebuttal I'll rebuttal and it's my ship you know what I'm saying if he'll let me sell it the way I want to but like every owner of the ship usually hire another captain anyway (laughs) you know what I'm saying so like um that's something that a lot of people need to know because I see a lot of people they watch movies and they see documentaries mockumentaries like how shit went bad with managers and people stealing money and shit and those guys do exist yeah but like if you got somebody that's really believing in you while you ain't got nothing I can understand if you blew up and then the manager came to you because that's always like the weirder like unnatural situation but like if you if you if you got somebody if you're an emerging artist or an upcoming artist and you got somebody who believe in you at that time listen to what they got to say because you obviously trust them from a business standpoint to even have the conversation so like fold it's cool to fold a lot of people got too much pride in this shit and that was another thing that I kind of dealt with early on was not with other people not saying just not being able to fold and be like, all right, I'm going to do that. Or I'm, I'm listening. Like people get attached to their music and, and be like, I have to put it out. That's always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's, that's some good advice, man. Making the most of your time and listening to your manager sometimes or all the time and deciding on an outcome as a team. That's cool, man. Yeah. that That's literally where I'm at with it when it comes to, management um and like uh i'm trying to think of what because i was just talking about what a manager does to my little cousin who doesn't know anything about anything 
Um, you got to trust in your manager's network. A, a lot of things that I, a lot of time, I see people trying to do it themselves, or they get, uh, they artists get impatient because and try to like cut corners around their manager and who they know. Like if the, if the manager be like, I I got a graphics guy. And they'd be like, no, but I do blah, blah, blah. I know this guy. It, um, it's always like a, a class of interest. I feel like you should always entertain the things that your manager says. And then use your own, like facilitate your own things until they become up to standard to where you need it to be. It's a different, a lot of people say it kind because of, it, it, the whole thing was about cover art. Who I was talking with my little cousin because he kind of got a manager and he likes this one dude to do his cover art, but that guy fucks up. <laughs> the dimensions are never right. It always looks unprofessional. And it's not like he's delivering to DSPs or nothing. He's just putting shit on SoundCloud and YouTube. But um, his manager was like, nah, I got a guy. And he just, he has so much pride to like fold and say that his guy sucks or to even tell his guy that he finna use somebody else. You just got a manager for him. Your manager could hit your guy and be like, yo, man, I'm just, we finna go with somebody else. Let your manager be the bad guy. Oh, there it is. There it is. Let your manager be the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's that's some good advice because you don't want to be the bad guy yourself. That burns bridges. Hell no. Yeah. Let your manager do it. What he for? Hell yeah. Well, yo, (laughs) last question, bro. Um, What's it like being a songwriter? Um... It's super tight. It took a long time for me to say that I'm a songwriter because I don't like just how I sing a lot, but I still don't say I'm a singer. Um, I like to let shit develop and marinate, and it's it's cool to now approach music from such an, um, I don't know, it's like a, from an outlined view because now I look at songs as like the bigger picture other than just like having a hard-ass verse. Yeah, you know, you, you try to paint a whole landscape, then apply yourself to that landscape, or make it so anybody could fit in that picture if you're writing for other people. So it's it, it's it's challenging and it's a different way to look at music, and it's fucking tight because you can like control how everything is. When you wrote the Sonic song, were you thinking about like the artists who were going to be on it, or were you writing it for yourself? Um, I just kind of was writing it for the beat. Uh, I try to, I try to be. I didn't know who was gonna recut it. I, I remember too. I flew in, um, straight from tour, completely hungover, hella sick. Like I was throwing up in the studio, and I was telling, "Make the beat, make the beat." And I'm throwing up in the toilet, and I'm writing shit in my head. <laughs> and then I went, got out, got on the couch. And then I was like, this is what I got. And I just feel like it was the best way to approach the beat in general. Like, what is the best hook we could put on this beat, period? Not for me, not so I can impress niggas uh, with like, oh, Guap has the hardest fucking... I just wanted to like, what was the best for the music? That's how I approach the Sonic song and like songwriting in general. Like, how can I make the tightest song? Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, well, yo, thanks for your time, bro. Yeah, thank you for having me. Always. Mike Boyd, the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> I just told Richie we rich.
Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, subscribe, rate, and review. And stay tuned for episodes every Monday. Thank you.